Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome to Fiscal Friday for today. Today we're going to talk about something that uh, we referenced on a recent podcast when I did with Dave Redding, who was one of the original founders of F3. He had a an acronym for this. It was C-S-A-U-P. And that was a workout that is completely stupid and utterly pointless. <laughs> and that's something that they they put into to their routine regularly. I don't have an acronym for that, but I have done plenty of those things that are completely stupid and utterly pointless. And, you know, basically the definition of that is when your wife or your girlfriend or anyone around you, you tell them what you're getting ready to do and they look at you and they just say, I don't get it. And that is basically the definition of that. So some of the things that I would put in this category, but yeah, I don't want to call it completely stupid and utterly pointless because I don't think that it is. I think that there's a real purpose for this, and I think that there is a uh, a great reason to include events like this. Uh, I just think it's kind of funny that the F3 guys call it that, completely stupid and utterly pointless, because that's kind of that's kind of the look that you get from your wife or girlfriend or coworker or whatever, when they, when you tell them that you're going to do, uh, let's just say, uh, uh, a tough mutter, it's going to be 14 miles. You're going to do all these obstacles. And at the end, you're going to get, uh, you're, you're going to run through this thing that, that shocks you with these incredible volts of electricity. And people are just like, wait, what? You're going to be wet. You're going to be cold. You're going to be muddy. And then you're going to go over all these walls and climb ropes and, and nets and all this stuff. And then you're going to run through something that shocks you. Like, why? Why would you do this? Okay, we'll talk about the why in just a minute. But that is kind of why I think that they are calling it completely stupid and utterly pointless. But 
I don't think that. I think that it is, while it might be completely stupid, it's not utterly pointless. I think that having events like the ones we're going to talk about on your schedule is really, really, really important. And I think that the reason that I choose to put these events on my schedule is because it stretches you. It stretches you. It puts you in a place of being uncomfortable. You, um, I believe that you thrive on the edge of your comfort zone. When you get to the edge of your comfort zone and then you retreat back into your comfort zone, you're just staying the same, man. Growth happens when you get to the edge of your comfort zone and you actually push through that. Now, just like concentric circles, just like an archery target, now you have a larger um, comfort zone. You're more comfortable in places that you were previously uncomfortable. Now, you can do this with physical activity like we're going to talk about, but you can also do this in many other parts of your life. You can choose to um, learn how to do public speaking. You can do things like learning a, a foreign language. You can you can volunteer at the homeless shelter. You can do all of these things that might seem like they are uh outside of your comfort zone, but actually as you start to do them once or twice or whatever, you find that they are more in your comfort zone. Now, in the world of physical activity, there are many, many of these things. Um, and there is a stair-stepping kind of progression that a lot of people take to get to some of these more difficult ones. Let's just take my own experience. I got out of shape because I was fishing too much and placing zero uh, focus on my own body and all focus on my work. I'm lucky I didn't destroy my most important relationship in my, my life with my wife. Um, she hung in there with me through all this time where I'm trying to get my business started. I'm working every day and the days that I'm not working, I'm out there for 14 or 15 hours a day trying to learn. Everybody can probably relate with this in some way, whether you're a fishing guide or whether you're an entrepreneur or some way, if you are going to have a successful business at some point, you're probably going to have to get far out of balance and you're putting way too much time into one thing. Let's hope that that's a productive thing like your business or your, or, or something like that. And not an unproductive thing like alcohol or drugs or something like that. Cause you can see the same thing happen there. But as far as uh, my own journey went, I decided, okay, I've got my business to a place where I feel like what I need to do now is get myself in really good shape so that I can actually do all of these trips that I now have booked. I work so hard to get people to call me, and now I have 150 days lined up in a row, and I am not in physical condition to be able to do those without getting physically exhausted. So I need to make a change. I need to make a change in my diet. I need to make a change in my physical um, fitness so that I can actually take advantage of the work that I've put in now. So I started running. I started running a lot. And I, at first I was horrible at it. I was too heavy to run and I didn't, I hadn't run in a long time, but I kind of started running a little more and a little more and a little more and eventually got to where running was 
kind of pleasurable. The weight started coming off. I started feeling better. I was doing better on the water. So the next logical thing for me is how could I kind of put something out there that keeps me excited about running, that keeps me on this journey to um, improvement? How can I put something out there? So the most logical thing for me was I've never run a marathon. Let's try a marathon. Okay. So that was my first kind of stretch event. And I signed up for the Disney marathon. I got a training plan and now I'm training for a marathon and I'm doing my work. I'm paying attention to my, my wife and I'm fitting this into my life. But I know that, you know, on this date, I'm scheduled to run this marathon. Now that was my first event. As you continue, now it's a marathon, but I want to do it faster. And then it might be an ultra marathon. And then it might be something else. For me, all those things kind of happened. But then I found some other ways to stay in shape with CrossFit. And then it was kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to do CrossFit for a while. And now I'm going to find a competition. And I'm going to go there. And I'm going to compete and I'm going to try, you know, I don't care if I come in last, I don't care what happens, but I'm going to go compete in this, in this competition. It's very uncomfortable. But once you go there, once you get in that competition, that becomes a little more comfortable. You learn things, you meet people, you get excited about training again, you understand where you're weak, you understand where you're strong, you adjust your training a little bit. I think things like that are super helpful. As I progressed further, then there started to be some, some more things. Ragnar relays, where you're going to go several hundred miles with some of your friends, uh, uh, and, and, and that's all running. Then there's like some sort of a uh, uh, go-ruck challenge where you're going to have, you're going to either join a group that you don't know, or you're going to bring your own group to one of these things. And you're going to spend, you know, 20 hours or 10 hours or 12 hours in, in a, in a situation where you're going to feel very uncomfortable, where a green beret, uh, or special forces soldier is going to, um, lead you through a city and have you do certain events. It's very challenging very beneficial. You learn a lot about leadership. You learn a lot about yourself. You bring your group much closer together. But let's talk about some of these other events that I've talked about a lot on the podcast and I've talked a lot about on the blog and other places. And some people have a question like this guy had a question. He's like, love your website. Check it every day. And I try to incorporate um, your daily wad into my um, workout each morning. What is selection that you keep referencing? It's like I'm 43 and 44 in September. I'm wrestling mentally with attempting the seal fit 20 X challenge in September. I haven't signed up for it yet, but what's your experience with it? Okay. So two things right there. What is go ruck selection? What is seal fit 20 X? Okay. So let's just talk about some of these events. Like what is seal fit Kokoro? What is seal fit? What is 20 X? What is go ruck? What is a go ruck selection, a go ruck challenge, all of these things, the death race, uh, what are these things? What are you talking about? So I guess the easiest thing to to start would be to talk about seal fit because that was really my um, introduction to this world. I, as, as I started stair-stepping up from marathons to Tough Mudders to other things, the first real 
tough event that I signed up for was the Seal Fit Kokoro Camp. It's a 48-hour camp run by Mark Devine, a former Navy, Navy SEAL commander in California that uh, runs a camp. And it was originally designed for people who are looking to go to BUDS and become a SEAL. And this would be kind of a tune-up, kind of get them uh, kind of a practice thing, 48 hours. But what he found was that people like me wanted to go and try that as well. And so I believe that you're going to see more people that are have no intention of going to BUDS. I'm far too old to go to BUDS. Um, I have no intention of going to BUDS, but I wanted to experience that. I know that the Navy SEALs um, have leadership is in their, in the core of everything that they're doing. I want to learn about that. I want to learn about myself. I want to see what this is all about. So I show, I, I go, I sign up, I show up, I train for it for a year and, um, get there. And it did not disappoint. I learned more in those 48 hours than I probably learned in the previous 48 years in a lot of ways. And that was a monumental, uh, monumental step in my personal growth, in my um, ability to be a leader, in my ability to uh, be a good dad, a good friend, a good husband, uh, a good person. That really changed a lot of things for me. And it was in those 48 hours that I learned a tremendous amount about myself, but I also learned a tremendous about, amount about what it takes to be successful in anything. And that event led me to many others. The um, seal fit, you don't have to do um, a complete seal fit Kokoro. You may not be ready to do a whole seal fit Kokoro camp, which is a 48-hour camp. They have many other things. They have um, a fundamental academy. It's a three-day academy. It's far less intense and intensive than uh, something like a Kokoro camp, which is going to be the most intense. They have a comprehensive kind of thing. Then they also have um, a 20X, which is an event that's designed to make you realize that you can do 20 times more than you think that you can. When you are beaten, broken, and you think you're going to quit, you are still capable of doing 20 times more. And this is going to be something between probably eight, eight and, uh, eight and 12 hours. And then the, uh, then the Kokoro event is going to be a 58. I, I said, I'm, I said 48. I mean, 50, it's going to be a 50 hour, um, deal and there's no sleep. You don't, there is 50 hours straight. So that's one thing to do. Then you have another, uh, organization called, uh, go ruck and go ruck kind of has a similar kind of a deal. They have these, these events where, um, you, Find out where they are. They're published on their website. You can show up by yourself or you can bring a friend or you can actually do a custom event where you have a group from work or you have a group from um, your workout group or whatever, and you can do a custom uh, go rook. And their events range from probably uh, four to five hours to their most extreme event, which was just done this weekend, which was a go ruck selection, which is an event that I did as well. And, uh, that is a 48 hour event in my class. There were 278 people that started and only one finished. Uh, I was not that one. So 
you learn a lot. It's very, very, very difficult, maybe the most difficult event on earth for a civilian. And um, that is really, really tough. You can do things like this, but you can also find these stretch events like something that was called the death race. They don't do it anymore. It was, it, it didn't have a time on it. It was just going to be the most difficult thing that you could do. Um, you have stuff like marathons. We had Mike Dunlap on the show, Josh Collins on the show where they were, they do this Everglades challenge, which is a 300 mile paddleboard race. Um, well, it's a race that incorporates lots of different kinds of craft, but they choose to do it on a paddleboard. You could, um, do adventure races there are many, many races that uh, there's one that goes across the state of Florida. You and a friend do it. It's very, very challenging. Um, you could uh, choose to do something that isn't um, organized like this. You could decide that you want to climb a mountain. You could decide that you want to um, do the longest bike ride that you can. You could do something organized or you could create your own event where you're like, well, uh, the longest bike ride I've ever done is a hundred miles. So I want to see if I can ride 200 miles and I'm going to set a date and I'm going to ask some people if they want to join me. And if they want to great, if they don't, that's fine, but I'm going to ride 200 miles on August 15th and I'm going to set the course up and this is what I'm going to do. And it's just going to be something that I'm going to train for until then. And this is going to stretch me. It's going to stretch my comfort zone. It's going to stretch my ability to recover. It's going to stretch everything. So these events, these things like this are not completely stupid and utterly pointless in my opinion. I think that they are actually some of the most important things that you can do and always have something on the calendar that kind of scares the crap out of you. Like what, do you have that right now? Do you have something that is looming out there that you would want to do, but you're kind of scared to like, could you find one of these challenges, whether, and, and, you know, for you, it might be, or for anyone, everyone's ability level, everyone's motivation level, everybody's comfort level is different. So for one person, it might be, you know what? I've seen these 5k races. I've never been in a race. I don't know if I can go that far. I'm signing up and I'm going to do it. I'm going to train for it. And I don't care if I have to walk it. I don't care how uncomfortable it is. I don't care if I come in last place. I'm going to go there and I'm going to do it. Great. That's your seal fit Kokoro. That's your go ruck selection, whatever. It doesn't matter what the event is or how difficult it is. Like it's obviously pretty impressive to say that you were a go ruck selection finisher. Only a few people in the world can say that. But the, the, what you gain out of something has nothing to do with how difficult the event is. The difficulty of the event only matters to your current level. Was that a stretch for you? Was that a place of being very uncomfortable? Did you receive great benefit because you did this? Did you have to train for it? Did you have to prepare for it? Did it occupy a place in your mind to where you're kind of really preoccupied with this at some point? Because I believe that's really super important. I believe it takes your mind off work. It gives you an opportunity to 
you know, to go to a place inside of yourself and learn how to be successful at anything. When you can be successful at something like that, I think that you can be successful in anything and it builds your confidence and uh, it just expands your comfort zone like we were talking about, like the archery target. So that's what Go Ruck Selection is. That's what Seal Fit Kokoro is. For you, for anyone, for somebody you know, whoever, find an event that stretches you, that challenges you and put it on the calendar and train for it. And I would love to know if you receive the same benefit that I did. You can email me at podcast at saltwaterexperience.com with any questions about events like this or to let me know your success or failure story in one of these events because failure is absolutely as important as success. All right, get out there, get after it, and let me know how you do. See you.